The deeper the darkness, the more powerful the attributes of the candle. Jesus said of the born again in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. It's time to stand before the sons of Adam and show them what the sons of God look like. It's time to shine. Wickedness is a progression, Second Timothy 3, verse 13, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. If someone had suddenly arrived on the scene in 1950, promoting killing children in their mother's wombs, promoting homosexuality and transgender lifestyles, if that someone would advocate for pedophilia and same-sex marriages, or for the banning of Jesus Christ and the Bible from our schools, that someone would have been universally, harshly, and roundly rejected. However, this mindset is here today in America and much of the world, where it is not only accepted, but in many instances even glamorized. In the 1950s, America would have gone to war for less. Satan is the master of gradualism, and day by day and year by year, his filthy champions in universities, Hollywood, the government, and even preaching from the pulpits of many churches have advanced the deadly bondages of the devil. But do keep in mind that gradualism is not welcome in the house of God, the God who never changes. God speaks to Israel in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, "'For I am the Lord,' I change not, therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. God's commandments and precepts do not change. The sons and daughters of Belial can push, resist, and malign as they will, but be advised, judgment day for all is just a vapor away. Have you been caught up in Satan's snare of gradualism? Is your life filled with sin and woe? Imagine, if you follow me in a simple prompt, everything will start anew for you. Today all your sin and its shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. You will be clean. Today all of Satan's bondages will be broken from your life, and the bigger the bondage, the better. You will be free. And the all-powerful cross of Christ is God's mercy and grace. Today is your day to be born again. Here comes the prompt. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Genesis 5-3-6, And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived a hundred and five years, and begat Enos. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Man said, Where is the proof? If there is a God, where's the proof? 
supplied and I'll become a Christian. Of course, my challenge is a ruse, simply a cloak to disguise my evil ways. Obviously, there is no proof, none to be found. So I'm free from the restrictions of the so-called God of the Bible. Now the record. Proof abounds beyond any doubt. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1029 that will certify the full supernatural inerrancy and, yes, supply proof of the Holy Bible. All 1029 features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and his ammunition in the ongoing battle for the souls of men. Thank you for visiting with us today. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Seventeen months ago, the last installment of the Undeniable Proof for Every Jot and Every Tittle series, Feature 41, was published with the promise that, God willing, we would return and add to the content. And now here we are with Feature 42. This is how the very first feature in this series began. We have seen their champions in all their bluster and vain glory, but the childlike have not been intimidated. We have seen them in their various fields of unbelief and disobedience, thumping arrogant chest, yet the childlike have not been intimidated. All of this sort have a common and deadly chink in their armor that ensures their certain demise. The common denominator is Satan's carnal seat of unbelief. It is unbelief by which sin is defined. Romans 14.23, For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. They are bound and blinded by the spirit of unbelief and will readily believe the lie. We need to know that God's word is true and righteous altogether, and that means altogether, every jot and every tittle. Truly, literally, everything depends upon it. Several decades ago, before the Internet, the original God Said, Man Said proof series was published. Declarations from the Bible were offered in rapid fashion, and then third-party confirmations, many times inadvertent confirmations from today's academics, were stated. A series of subjects will follow in the spirit of the original proof series. All reasonable doubts will soon dissolve. End of quote. The last feature, Feature 41, ended with undeniable proof 300. Some of the information in this series is new, but mostly we are pulling from various research in God Said, Man Says over 1,000 features, which are all accessible to you at no charge. Prepare to be impressed by the Word of the Holy God. The Bible is a self-dating text that uses a combination of genealogical lifespans between father and son, along with various other chronological anchors, such as events or reigns of kings and more. An example of genealogical dating laid out by God from the very beginning is Genesis chapter 5, 3 through 6. And Adam lived in 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were 800 years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And Seth lived in 105 years and begat Enos. If you follow the lifespans of father to son, you will arrive at Noah and the global flood, which took place 1,656 years from the birth year of Adam, the world's first man. 
The exact date of the flood's beginning is listed in Genesis 7:11, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day where all the fountains of the great deep broken up and the windows of heaven were opened. Surely the world's most famous chronologist is Bishop James Usher, who published his book, The Annals of the World, in the 1600s. Bishop Usher notes the date that Noah boarded the ark as Sunday, December 7, 2349 B.C. on the Julian calendar. The Annals of the World dates the initial creation of the earth itself as October 23, 4004 B.C. on the Julian calendar and September 21, 4004 B.C. on the Gregorian calendar, which is the calendar we use today. The earth and its universe is just over 6,000 years old. The God Said, Man Said nine-part series, The Six Thousands, published over 60 dating discoveries made by today's scientists, discoveries devoid of evolution's deceit that all point to a very young earth. You'll be surprised. Keep in mind the 6,000 years is just two-tenths of one percent of the purported 2.4 million years of humanity that evolutionists promote. Things are awfully slow for the majority of that 2.4 million years, but then all of a sudden, everything begins to happen. There is an obvious reason. The Earth is just over 6,000 years of age. This feature and the next will highlight 30 of the 60 discoveries. Undeniable Proof 301 just over 6,000 years ago, famed ancient historian Flavius Josephus reports that Seth, the son of the first man Adam, left behind two pillars upon which he left a written record. Josephus reported that these pillars remained in the land of Syriad in his day, and his day was nearly 2,000 years ago. 302. According to ScienceMagazine.org, fairy tales still in circulation today are between 2,500 and 6,000 years old. Proof 303. According to Science News, 5,000 to 3,000 years ago witnessed the rise of metalworking, writing systems, and other signature features of urban civilizations. Proof 304. Also cited in Science News, the nomadic Yamnea people reshaped Central and Northern European DNA beginning about 5,100 years ago, speaking an Indo-European language spawning more than 400 languages. Both groups were surprised at the findings. Think Tower of Babel. Undeniable Proof 305. Skeptics challenged Noah's flood with statements like, if all this water fell from the sky flooding the whole earth, where's the water? Columbia University researchers report that ocean levels were once 400 feet lower than they are today. If the earth were as smooth as a uh, ball, it's uh, calculated that the waters would be nearly two miles high above it. The claimed missing waters are here. As you continue on, keep in mind that according to Bishop Usher, Noah and his entourage boarded the ark on Sunday, December 7, 2349 B.C. by the Julian calendar. In an article in the Smithsonian written by James Treffel under the heading Evidence for a Flood, he reports on the research of Columbia University geologist Ryan and Pittman. Treffel reports on the research that claims the antediluvian ocean levels were about 400 feet lower 
than they are today, and that the east coast of the United States was 75 to 150 miles farther out than it is today, and places like Manhattan and Baltimore would have been inland cities, end of quotes. Geologist Dr. Timothy Clary reviews the latest research that absolutely certifies a global flood. The headline of his feature published in the March 2017 issue of Acts and Facts reads, South America Shows the Flood Progression. Excerpts follow. New research confirms that the flood recorded in Genesis was global. It also reflects the exact step-by-step biblical account of the floodwaters' progression. In previous articles, I described ICR's Column Project, a research initiative in which we are building a database of stratigraphic columns from across the world. At that point, we'd only completed North America and Africa, compiling stratigraphic information for more than 1,100 boreholes, oil well bores, outcrops, cores, cross-sections, and seismic data over these two great landmasses. Most recently, recently, excuse me, we've added 404 columns across South America, giving a total of over 1,500 compiled stratigraphic columns from around the world. This report describes some of the results of that study and gives compelling confirmation of the biblical flood account described in Genesis chapter 7. Undeniable Proof 306. The following information is quoted from the November 2007 issue of Discover magazine under the title, Did a Comet Cause the Great Flood? This story reviews discoveries made by environmental archaeologist Bruce Massey of Los Alamos National Laboratory. Massey's biggest idea is that some 5,000 years ago, a three-mile-wide ball of rock and ice swung around the sun and smashed into the ocean off the coast of Madagascar. The ensuing cataclysm sent a series of 600-foot-high tsunamis crashing against the world's coastlines and injected plumes of superheated water vapor and aerosol particles into the atmosphere. Within hours, the infusion of heat and moisture blasted its way into jet streams and spawned super-hurricanes that pummeled the other side of the planet. For about a week, material ejected into the atmosphere plunged the world into darkness. All told, up to 80% of the world's population may have perished, making it the single most lethal event in history, end of quote. Massey's getting close, but he's still short of the correct assessment. Note the dating some 5,000 years ago. Undeniable Proof 307. Ancient Chinese accounts of their beginnings speak of a catastrophic flood that threatened the heavens from which a Noah-like hero emerges. This hero is is God's conduit for the salvation of mankind. This event, according to the publications listed below, happened some 4,000 years ago. Headline, August 4, 2016, New York Times. Scientific evidence of flood may give credence to legend of China's first dynasty. Headline, August 5, 2016, UK Telegraph. First evidence of legendary China flood may rewrite history. Headline, August 4, 2016, Washington Post. Legends say China began in a great flood. Scientists just found evidence that the flood was real. Headline, August 4, 2016, ScienceMag.org. Massive flood may have led to China's earliest empire. 
Undeniable Proof 308. The headline in the March 2, 2019 issue of Science News reads, Pandas didn't always stick to bamboo. The subhead, specialized diet may have emerged in the last 5,000 years. Proof number 309. Carter and Leitner report in the spring 2016 issue of Creation Research Society Quarterly. Evolutionists placed a time frame of when mitochondrial Eve lived by assuming common ancestry between humans and chimps and the evolutionary timescale. However, when measured mutation rates in mitochondrial DNA were used, Eve was calculated to have lived around 6,000 years ago. Of course, the evolutionists do not accept this time frame, so they have sought ways around the implications. More recent in-depth analysis of mitochondrial DNA has, has upheld this biblical time frame from humans and found the same pattern in other organisms as well. Both secular and creationist researchers have employed the empirical method of developing genetic clocks and have achieved similar outcomes, i.e., dates of creature or, uh, origins well within the biblical time frame of 6,000 years. This research has involved the genetic analysis of humans, fruit flies, water fleas, and roundworms. A massive new genetic study by secular scientists analyzed the DNA of over 100,000 animal species using about 5 million DNA sequences. Researchers at the Rockefeller University and the University of Basel found that the amount of DNA variation among humans was about the same as that observed for each of the many animal species they studied. They also discovered that each kind of creature was genetically distinct, having clear genetic boundaries. When the researchers extrapolated this data into the time frames of origins, they discovered that about 90% of all animal life was roughly the same, very recent age, a complete contradiction of evolutionary expectations. Undeniable Proof 310 Several excerpts follow from the NIA-NIH.gov in the article, Life Expectancy of the Human Race. Members of the human race now average about 18,000 mutations, replications, errors in their DNA. It is estimated that when members of the human race reach an average of 21,000 mutation, replication, errors in their DNA, the human race will be at a critical mass and will no longer be able to procreate, reproduce at survivable levels and will quickly go extinct, end of quote. Harmful mutations and replication errors are occurring at a rate of 3,000 per 1,000 years. When the number reaches 21,000, which the writer calls critical mass, life as we know it is over. Stem to stern, stern, excuse me, mankind will have existed for 7,000 years. If so, and if many evangelical Christians are reading the scriptures correctly, the return of Jesus Christ in the clouds to receive his church unto himself is very close, and shortly after follows the battle of Armageddon. After Armageddon, Jesus Christ sets up his 1,000-year reign upon the earth. Shortly after that, the end of all time occurs. 6,000 plus 1,000 equals 7,000. Is science once again knocking at the door? End of quote. If 3,000 mutations occur every 1,000 years, 
and we extrapolate backwards from today's average of 18,000 mutations, we end up with mankind that's 6,000 years old. It's very simple math. Everything started 6,000 years ago because everything started 6,000 years ago. Is it true? Can I stake all that I am and everything I can be upon it? Is the Bible written by mere men, or is it the supernatural, God-authored, and inerrant truth? One, it is true, every jot and every tittle. Two, I can and must stake all my hopes upon it. Three, it's the never-changing, incontrovertible truth and nothing but the truth. Embrace God's Word and live life. Live life more abundantly and even eternally. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Genesis 5-3-6, And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived a hundred and five years, and begat Enos. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Man said, Where is the proof? If there is a God, where is the proof? Supply it, and I'll become a Christian. Of course, my challenge is a ruse, simply a cloak to disguise my evil ways. Obviously, there is no proof, none to be found. So I'm free from the restrictions of the so-called God of the Bible. Now you have the record.